I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Trash Talk! This is the Rich Eisen Show. Trash Talk! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Pro Football Hall of Famer. Mike Singletary. Did you hear last year when Aaron Rodgers scored against the Bears, he told the fans, I own you? I, I think if someone would have said that while we were playing, I, I would have thought something wrong with this person. Earlier on the show, host of ESPN's First Take, Stephen A. Smith, host of Peacock's Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio, still to come, actor Wyatt Russell, and now... It's Rich Eisen. Okay, everybody. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is live on the air here on NBC Sports on Peacock, NBC Sports Audio, Sirius XM Channel 85. For those of you listening on the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network, coast to coast, we say hello to all of you on our uh, vast podcast uh, system. We'd love to... Uh, have you hit that subscribe button wherever podcasts are acquired. Please do that uh, on the Cumulus Podcast Network is where our podcast is uh, distributed. Also, uh, where all podcasts can be acquired as well, uh, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for anything that you may have missed. Mike Florio, hour number two. Stephen A. Smith called in as he was getting onto a plane to to Boston, Massachusetts. The NBA Finals all nodded at one game apiece, game Number three is set for Boston on Wednesday night, so two days off, an extra travel day. It's a 2-2-1-1-1, so we're going to go back and forth between time zones and coasts uh, because Boston is on the East Coast and uh, San Francisco is on the West Coast and the rest of the country, including Altoona, Pennsylvania, is in between. Uh, That's how how we say hello to TJ Jefferson uh, here on the program. Chris Brockman and Mike Del Tufo is in uh, their usual spots. Uh, We're mixing geography with sports and entertainment. The uh, actor Wyatt Russell of the FX show Under the Banner of Heaven is going to come out here shortly. Um, You know, he, he played hockey. He tried to play some hockey professionally. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that from last time. We talked about that a little bit when he called in the last time time uh, for the terrific show, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, He's coming out here in uh, in just a few short minutes right now. So we're going to do that hockey, uh, to use that phrase. Uh, How about the the New York Rangers? I would say there's some hockey tonight, too. How about that? they say in hockey... Let's do that hockey. That's right. The Rangers are uh, putting the scare in the Lightning the right now. Well, the Lightning bounced back, Rich. The Lightning won game three, so mm-hmm. it's 2-1. That's exactly right. By the way, you know if it goes seven games, um, if it goes seven games, game seven is slated for Madison Square Garden on the same night that Justin Bieber is slated to uh, have a concert? At Madison Square At Madison Garden? Garden? So Dolan, 
they double they booked. booked. Well, He's I mean, idiot. I guess they figured That's that the idiot. Eastern Conference Finals, <laughs> you know, Seriously? the Rangers. I don't. I don't. You just wow. gotta always plan it. I mean, they, I don't know. They double booked. Is Bieber gonna do like the like the in between period like show? I don't know. Maybe Bieber could <laughs> just do a couple songs from the Zamboni. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. drive it around. I think that'd be hilarious. So we got to root for that series to go full seven. He's going to play the felt Just forward. to make a Dolan that much more uncomfortable. That would be great. I'll tell you what series is probably not going uh, seven, Mitch. It's, it's Colorado. Colorado and Edmonton. we got a closeout game tonight in Edmonton. Man, the Avs are just killing so it, right? Good. They're the favorite to win the cup, win the cup right now. So uh, that's, uh, that's our, our part of our hockey conversation. We'll have more with Wyatt Russell in a Oof. moment. Um, it's top of hour number three. So much going on uh, in the world of sports. So it's time on. for a Chris Brockman news. Oh, Chris, you've been very busy today. We already did an overreaction yeah, yeah, yeah. Monday that was top notch. Uh, we actually even recycled a what's more likely question from last week. We asked it of Mike Florio. Well, we got a completely different answer. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's his prerogative to answer it however he wishes. That's you know, true. I'm forced to give you one or the other. Why well, make it when you do, when, when that's the construct? I'm that's the box I'm put in for what's more likely. You asked last Friday. What's more likely, Tua Tungavailoa, who's had 33 uh, total touchdowns in his career so far, yeah. injury marred, and also he didn't start week one of his rookie season. True. Um, he's had 33 of those. You asked, will he have, what's more likely, he has 30 combined total touchdowns yep. for the 2022 season, or he struggles and Br- Tom Brady is the quarterback for the right. Do- Miami yeah. Dolphins in 2023. Just and Mike Florio said, well, it's either, I'll go with either Brady or Lamar Jackson. Whoa, whoa. Wait, yeah, what? and we're like, okay, whoa. Hold, on. <laughs> hold the phone, which he was, in fact, doing at the time when <laughs> he you said it. Uh, so that was good. If you missed any of that, again, check out our Twitter feed at Rich Eisen Show. And then, of course, YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show, our uh, YouTube page. Please hit the subscribe button and be part of the now 422,000 subscribers and growing. Chris Brockman's news update right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Hit it. <laughs> And now, with a report of the day's news from the world of sports and entertainment, someone who is not a journalist or newsman by any definition of the word whatsoever, it's Chris Brock. Hi, Christopher. What do you have over there, please? A little known fact, uh, I'm typing on that... um, Typewriter? Typewriter in that video exactly what Tom Brokaw said. Okay, good. Yeah. In case you wanted to know what was written. Okay. <laughs> People thought maybe it was Thanks for that sausage-making update, Chris. Hey, what man, else you got? Hey, the thir- for the third time today, uh, the 49ers have excused Jimmy Garoppolo from this week's minicamp. Uh, Jimmy G, of course, rehabbing shoulder surgery away from the facility as the Niners explore trade options that will continue. Yeah, they don't need him around there. Why do they need him around there when it's Trey Lance's job? Why do they need to have him even hanging out there when it's Trey Lance's job? If Trey Lance has taken every first team snap, why do you need Jimmy Garoppolo there, right? Oh, what if Trey, I mean, Jimmy, what if Jimmy could be there. No, throws. Jimmy could be there for for support, team support, right? Unless they have no intention of having Jimmy Garoppolo on this team, so they're excusing him from just hanging out. He can't even come and hang out. He's still on the no, team. He's getting no, paid. He can. They just told him you don't have to. <laughs> He's too busy for with, a reason. With Subway People, commercials. <laughs> it's Trey Lance's gig. Okay. That is the writing on the wall. That is what everybody within the walls of San Francisco uh, 49ers front office, they believe. I'm telling you, this is what's happening. Because, right. again, if, if, they had an, if it was possible for him to need to be there to get ready for the season just in case 
Uh, Lance isn't ready. Isn't that, isn't that the conversation that we've heard from other observers? Oh, yeah. Lance may not be ready, so Jimmy Garoppolo could be there. If he's not traded, it'd be good to have him there, right? I mean, it would be absolutely uh, understandable to have him there, right? Guy's hurt. He's rehabbing. They basically tell him, we don't, you don't have to come. For a reason. It's Lance's gig, folks. Now, what about Debo? Is Debo showing up today? Well, or what? Uh, well, mandatory uh, minicamp starts tomorrow. They moved it up. They so moved the Niners it up. moved up mandatory minicamp to tomorrow through the ninth. Yeah. Uh, you know, doesn't look like Debo's not expected to be on the field for practices. Mm-hmm. But it is, you know, up in the air if he's going to show up at all or he's, he's going to risk in. being fine. He's going to hold in. Debo, however, did show up to the Warriors game last night. And Kyle Shanahan, oh. they're both in the building. Do you think they ran into each other? In the men's the, room? Uh, I mean, would it, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Who had better seats? Would it be awkward? Who had better seats? Who had who had shoulder? I can't find that out. I don't know. I haven't looked. People were just tweeting now. They were both at the game last night. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine, guys. He's going to play for the 49ers. He'll be there. They're going to pay him. I don't know what's going on. Ooh, looks like Kyle awesome. Shanahan was right behind the Warriors bench. Oh, see, there you go. And where what? was Debo? Uh, I don't know. I think, uh, I, think, I think Kyle had better seats. Draymond was resting his feet on him. Here's a question. <laughs> yeah. For on a side note. Oh, Mike. Mike Del Sufo is here. Close up yeah. or box. What's more shoulder? See, I. Oh, I, sweet. Uh, I mean, sweet, sweet. right? All right. For a basketball game? Yeah. No, right. you want to feet on the floor. Feet you on the hardwood. Oh, yeah. I, I, uh, That's more of a flex. Mike's a sweet guy. Well, okay. as someone who's recently had guy. feet on the wood oh. and oh. in the sweat. Oh, Ashton? <laughs> no, not Ashton. It's, it's double A. My, my boy Double A hooked this up. I'd say, man, being on the floor is nice, but you got a suite. You get more people in the suite. You can kind of move around. Uh, dessert, dessert cart. Dessert cart. Dessert cart. Well, we'll no, dessert cart sorry, at, at crypto. Third quarter is, dessert cart. Yeah, I think Top notch. Yeah. Second to none. Okay, I'm sorry. So Chris. I kind of feel like, you know, you're up in the suite. You got the TVs. You can roam. You can talk. Yeah. We can hold you this. Know. Excellent. Just, by the way, guys, good. excellent coverage I'm of sorry. last night's Warriors Celtics game right there. You, well get, done. you get your own personal waiter. Ah, <laughs> oh, the suite. Give me the suite. What else? All right, the Athletic is reporting that Cooper Cup, uh, you know, he wants a new deal, but right. he is going to attend minicamp despite ongoing contract talks. Cooper Cup will be there as expected. Aaron Donald this week. Okay, very good. Signs uh, pointing the right so, direction. So wait a minute, mandatory. Guys. So McVeigh got married before mandatory minicamp. Yeah, got married. Got married before. Well, he has to. So I guess there's. I, I, it's a it's a voluntary honeymoon. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, like, you know, people honeymoon's voluntary. People, do their, people don't. They do just you leave for it? your honeymoon immediately after your uh, wedding. We we got married Saturday night. Sunday we had a brunch, and then you were off. See ya. I see you. Nah, people Ooh. don't do that anymore. I don't yeah, what are you talking about? They I, think, do I think they no, schedule, you, schedule you, know, little, you wait a little time. He's right. What are you talking about? You schedule it. No. Yeah, you schedule You don't, you don't leave the nope. next day. So no. you get married, and then you've got mandatory. So it's mandatory marriage. <laughs> yes. I guess that's voluntary. Voluntary, that's voluntary. voluntary marriage. Voluntary, voluntary, voluntary marriage. marriage. Voluntary. Mandatory well, minicamp. Well, unless the shotgun's involved, then it's not. Yeah, exactly. Voluntary honeymoon. That's the schedule for Sean McVay? By the way, great coverage of the Cooper Cup story. I mean, what are we? We're on it. All right, TJ, here's another one for you. I'm going to broadside you again. Oh, here we go. Uh, What's Dalton going on with the Schultz? Cowboys? you got to imagine Dalton, Dalton Schultz is an important part of that number one ranked offense and scoring from last gotta year. Got to have him. He's the so tight end. I got to say, my man is frustrated at the stalled long-term contract negotiations. Our buddy Tom Pelissaro saying today that Schultz informed the team he is 
not going to attend the rest of voluntary OTAs until he volunteers out. his situation is there resolved. is less pie. There is less pie because he signed he signed his tender. His, he his, signed uh, the eleven million dollar franchise so tender, which, but he wants a long term deal to keep him in Dallas after this season. At, you have until July twenty fifth. Uh, sorry, July fifteenth. As you all know, uh, franchise tags are either uh, applied when the player does not have a problem with it. Or slapped if they do. Apparently, this franchise tag has been slapped on Dalton slapped Schultz. Dalton Schultz, Will Smith style, slap that dude. I'm telling you, number three on the items that I've talked myself into is the Cowboys have taken a step back. But are you for forgetting that we also have Blake Jarwin? We have two tight ends. Oh, that's one, right. Blake Jarwin. Had, I forgot about Blake Jarwin. So Blake's getting all the first team reps. I Blake Jarwin, so. who had 70 catches and eight touchdowns last year. Come on. So you're not concerned about this at all. Not the tight, tight end, end position. Tight no. End. no, okay. Not not when we have we have two tight ends. Okay. So get your damn act no. together. You give me another position. Yeah, I'd be worried about it. I'm not stressing that one. How too. about wide receiver? Your best wide receivers on the Cleveland Browns. No, our best wide receiver. The other is, best is wide receivers. The, the another best wide receivers hurt. Or the two. Or the two best the wide receivers. Best that we Lamb. Had, two of the three best that we had are still on the team. More touchdowns this year, Jamar Chase or Ceedee Lamb. Where, where does he come into play for this? Well, more touchdowns yeah, this year, Justin Jamar- Jefferson or CeeDee Lamb? What, again, does more any of this? More touchdowns this year, Stephon Diggs or CeeDee Lamb? How about Amari Cooper? This isn't even more apples to oranges. This year, I'll take CeeDee Lamb over Amari Cooper. This is Cooper. like pineapple pizza to a falafel. Like, these two Whoa. things don't even... What are we talking about? Yeah, I'm talking that's my about. question. Why? We're t- you went from talking Dallas receivers to now every other receiver in the league against CeeDee Lamb. Uh, exactly, because you're, you're saying that the Cowboys haven't taken a step back and that CeeDee Lamb's going to take a step Forward. That wasn't how the conversation, like, that wasn't what we were talking about, but sure. Okay. Hey, the Broncos are going to have a new owner. Uh, looks like it's going to be Rob Walton, barring, you know, another outrageous bid. Yeah, can but can he afford that? it? Can he afford it? The rich keep getting Can he afford it? Well, we looked it up. Did, uh, get, did the Waltons get a HELOC to close it? Mark, Mike and I looked this get up a this home morning. equity loan yeah, or yeah, close it? This up. Rob Walton worth $58.8 billion. Okay. He, he can afford it. Uh, he can so break off something proper. So he can snap He's off the four and a half <laughs> yeah. bill and his seat cushions <laughs> to uh, buy yeah. the Broncos. Uh, Mike Clisto, our buddy. Is, <laughs> Wait a minute. He's just. I just. You just sprayed his tea over there. I just said so dumb. <laughs> break him off something proper like. Rich Eisen dropping hip hop. Like, I mean, it's been going on since the nineties. Exactly. Let's be honest. I mean, you know, I had a front row seat. You, to took all of a, them. you took a little bit of a break for a few we'll decades. Broke off something, something. That's what's I, up? That's what's up. Our buddy Mike Kliss in Denver reporting that all four bidders for the Broncos, I would assume, including Rob Walton, is that what you're going to say? I have spoken to Peyton Manning to gauge his interest in joining their ownership Ooh. group as a minority partner or advisor. Oh, and so he's having an auction of his own. It seems like it. <laughs> So there's a big auction. <laughs> there's the big, the big. There's auction. a big auction, big. and then a mini auction, and then, mini. You know, a, mini. a Peyton, Wait, an, an Omaha auction. Can Peyton still do Manning Cast if he's Oma, a minority owner of a team? An yeah, Omaha auction. I think so. Omaha auction. Omaha auction. auction. Omaha auction. Yes, he can. He can. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, like, like what? So has, what happens when the Broncos get a Monday night game? No, then they just take that day off. No, you don't take the you day. Take they don't have to take it off. We just yeah, wait. I mean, like yeah. I'm gonna. He's I'm not gonna, gonna be objective that day, dude. Do you sit there and watch <laughs> the Manning cast, thinking, "Oh, Peyton's got an agenda"? Seriously, yeah, and but it, this is it's different, all, though. It's just. Oh, he's talking about slapping Jeff Saturday on the ass. And you're sitting there going, well, oh, wait a minute. I don't know if I really believe what he's saying because he does own a piece of the Broncos, which we would understand. Of course we understand. I'm just giving you what the people on social media are going to say. Well, then, then you could clap back. 
Oh, thank you. You're giving me permission? I'm giving you permission to clap back. Hey, LeBron's been pretty active uh, tweeting during out there in the NBA playoffs. He's got nothing else to do. He's got nothing exactly. else to do. He wasn't playing basketball. <laughs> he tweeted out this yesterday, and, whew, man, jumping on someone's podcast soon, maybe my own? Oh. Would you be interested in a LeBron James broadcast? The LePodcast. 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 LeBron James? LeBroadcast. LeBroadcast. See, I like to read between this the lines. This is the RES consultant. We're on it. Hey, LeBron, I understand you have your own people. LeBroadcast. Let us handle it. Yeah, this is what we do. He's a billionaire now. It's no big deal. LeBroadcast. No. LeBroadcast. Mike, you keep saying it wrong. I said LeBroadcast first. You're saying LeBroadcast. No, I said LeBroadcast first. LePod James. LePod James. Right? LePod James. There you go. That's it. Okay. It's got to be Strive for Greatness podcast. That's kind of his slogan. It's the guys. It's hey. clearly going to be called a kid from Akron. Podcast. Well, we also we oh. also oh is that what I wouldn't be bad. I know. I just make um, that up. <laughs> um, we just know it won't drop on Tuesdays. No, nah, that's yeah. for tacos. Taco um, Tuesdays. So, so it does look like maybe my own, huh? Maybe my own. That's and then he the, did the hmm. See, Chris, I ran into that. Unless if someone doesn't bring me on their podcast, I'll just start my own. So. Rich Eisen Hoops basketball podcast. We'd love well, to have LeBron. LeBron, LeBron would yeah. immediately, it's just another thing. Just come on to add, uh, he's working on his second billion. You know? Uh, yeah. LePod James <laughs> on the LePodcast. What is it? I, I'm going to go strive for greatness, but TJ, like yours, kid from Akron. Uh, I've just been told that the announcement is coming. Um, and Jim Gray is hosting oh, the announcement. Oh, oh, going to wear God. that terrible about, shirt? Like it's, it, Jim Gray is going to, LeBron will announce which podcast he's. 53 minutes uh, It's either his own or a bunch of other people. Or somebody else's podcast. And it's going to be announced in 58 minutes oh, it was 58. in. 58. I thought it was 53. I'm he is going to announce which one it's going to be. That tweet got almost 100,000 likes. I'm going to take my talents to the Rich Eisen Show basketball podcast. I mean, it's honestly whatever he wants to do. You probably saw what Conan just sold his podcast uh, company oh, yeah. for, right? Simmons, like all these guys. <laughs> Rogan, obviously. And uh, as, as expected, Quinn Snyder is planning to step down. Oh, really? As oh, head wow. coach of the Utah Jazz. Huh. After eight seasons. Take some time. Is that Who said that the other day? Was that Windhorst who mentioned the other day that yeah. you might take Yeah, some maybe time off? Could take a, kind of a one-year off, recharge. And he, he feels, you know, according to Woj, that uh, time for a new voice in Utah. They haven't quite been able to get over the hump there. Okay. That's a that's a pretty good plum position, right there. They don't churn through too many coaches there. They do not. They do not. Oh, and uh, Darvin Ham is hired an assistant coach, according to Shams. Rasheed Wallace Jeez. is going to be on the Lakers bench. Ball don't lie. We talked about that with Stephen A. earlier on in the program. That's so exciting. check that one out on and our Mike YouTube Dan-Tony page. And Mike D'Antoni is going to meet with Michael Jordan this week to talk about the Hornets coaching. Mike D'Antoni. Is you don't it, think Lamelo would would shine dude, under Mike D'Antoni? Mike D'Antoni. I you know I kind of like the the just, Van Ham thing where you like all these old recycled regurgitated. Let's get some new younger coaches in there, maybe different point of views. I'm kind of into that. I don't know. You never know. You can catch the Tory Lightning with the Mike Keenan. Remember him? Mike Keenan. Or you can Lightning? catch the Sean McVay Lightning. You just that's the one. That's the best Lightning of all. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> let's take a break right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Wyatt Russell is here in studio. I can't wait to chat with him. He's been on the phone before, but we get to shake his hand and chat with him face-to-face when we come back. 
Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Wyatt Russell here on the Rich Eisen Show under the banner of heaven um, and this FX show that's now available for streaming on Hulu. Uh, Andrew Garfield and you uh, in this yeah. program, Sam Worthington as well. Yeah. Daisy Edgar Jones. I see the, <clears throat> the billboards all over this town fort. Um, so when you say that you're glad it's over, you really you had to go anywhere pretty yeah. much for this role it's too just, huh? you know like it's just uh, andrew everybody's awesome like it may, andrew garfield as incredible of an actor as he is he's also that great of a person yes. and like he's just the best sam same thing great guy great to work with daisy they that made it like fun you know that made it okay to go and after i had to do some of the stuff i had to do come home from work and just like forget about the day. Hopefully, turn on hockey and, or or football. We were filming this past winter, mm-hmm. and just like forget about it, you know. And that made it a lot easier. But it was yeah, it was it was had to do some stuff and be a certain way that just like leaves a bad taste in your mouth after the day's over. Mm-hmm. Sports was what totally just ended the day, you know, it like reset it for me. <clears throat> And that, so that helps out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Be huge. And again, uh, that's on uh, available for streaming on Hulu right here, yeah. um, uh, starting right now. All episodes of Under the Banner of Heaven, Wyatt Russell here on The Rich Eisen Show. So you're a longtime hockey player, correct? You tried, yeah. You tried it. So um, yep. is this the playoff beard that you've got working right now? <laughs> this is, is just my, is my attempt Cup? at making my wife annoyed and then her being like, I don't know, I kind of like it. And I was like, all right, well, I'll keep it. Because it's, it's a very Lebowski type look you've got going on right here. Uh, have, have you heard that? Yeah. 
yeah. It's, is that a, you know, like I'm. You're right, it is. It's, you kind of got that going. I know. I, 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 was, I was the Big Lebowski for Halloween in college one year. Were you? <laughs> of course. I mean, everybody felt like at some the point dude. was the Big Lebowski. was the dude at some point in college. And I had like a white Russian in a robe and I did the whole thing. And it was a hit. I was like, you know, I always make the joke that I look more like Jeff Bridges than I look like my dad. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, and so like, you do have a real Jeff Bridges Lebowski look about you right now. I know. And like, I'm a compliment. So thank you. You're welcome. Um, (laughs) Dude. Yeah, but I, I, I couldn't ever, the reason I grew a beard is because I was 18. No, yeah, 17, 18. I was going to be the captain of my hockey team and, uh, or one of the captains, one of the leaders of the team. And, I had a baby face. Like no one would, you know, respect me. I thought. So I was like, I'm gonna grow a beard. Like I'm gonna really try and grow a beard. So I went. I grew a beard. Yeah. I put just for men in it to color it brown, and then went out and then shaved the rest. I was like, okay, the beard's not really, but maybe I'll do like a handlebar mustache. And then so I shaved into this like horrible handlebar mustache. So it was like peach fuzz handlebar with you know, just for men. But it like kind of worked it did <laughs> yeah it was like i don't know i was just maybe it's totally psychosomatic and completely born from insecurity but then i never i never didn't have a beer because it was like oh people you know think i'm wise but why <laughs> why do you go jfm is for you know people my age you know like because i just, didn't you couldn't see it unless i put <laughs> does for men in there <laughs> you could see the beard funny thing is one one year <laughs> Uh, when I on, on when I was on SportsCenter uh, back in the late '90s, um, they didn't want their anchors to wear facial hair. I, I, I really, I, yeah. I went on vacation and I didn't shave, so I I came back and I shaved it into a goatee. But my problem was Wyatt is that my mustache and the beard wouldn't connect. So I had to draw, right. I had to draw it in. Oh wow, you yes. did. And, and then you went I, for it. And then I got back to my desk after the sports center and I got a few voicemails from fans and people that I know saying, like, why did you go on the air with S all over your face? <laughs> Funny. And that was the end of my goatee. I had one and done facial hair of right. Sports Center. That was the end of that. <laughs> no, dig that up. It'll so I can totally to understand out. that. What what uh you were a goalie? Is that what you were? <clears throat> I was a goalie. So why did, moved, you need, uh, why did you need facial hair with the mask on? I don't understand. It was for my own team. <laughs> <laughs> it was for my own team. For my own Respect play- within the locker room? Yeah, it wasn't for the was young. Okay. Uh, you know, okay. When you're playing junior hockey, you play, you know, there's 15 to 21. <laughs> okay. Depending on who's, like, aging out. So, like, when you're right. that 17, 16, 17-year-old to 21 age gap is a really big age gap. Okay. You know, there's the 21-year-olds are men. Okay. Seven, uh, me as a 17-year-old was still a boy. Right. Um, so you had to be able to, you know, like, I don't know, I find some sort of edge to be able to, to get the respect of some of your teammates or mm-hmm. the younger guys. I don't know. It was a stupid thing to do, but it, it seemed to help me. And we had a great season and finished second in Canada. So it worked. Wow. So what uh, was, so what was more realistic, uh, of, uh, for hockey, you with the just for men beard <laughs> within your locker room or uh-huh. your, or your dad is Herb Brooks. What was more realistic? Yes, my dad is Herb Brooks. I mean, What's my, a, more, more than more than well, the my beard. dad is Herb Brooks was a really interesting thing because um, they want the, the, a lot. Uh, they filmed it in Vancouver when I was playing junior hockey there, uh, so they would come to s- sometimes after games, like in Abbotsford, we had a game, and they would they were shooting there after we'd play, so there was the crew was there and whatever, and and uh, watching our games. 
some of the players, one of the players from our team left to go be like a extra in in you know the movie for a Russian or something like that. Yeah, or for like, like team that? like you know Sweden, or Finland, like or Finland, Finland or something. For the, for the Finns? To like fill okay. out the other teams. So and they wanted me to go to be uh, one of the goalies to help out. It was, you couldn't do it unless you you know quit the team. So it was like there's no way that's going to happen. But the director Gavin and my goalie coach Paul and my dad all you know did a really great job of basically saying if you don't if you haven't played college hockey yes d- don't come out for the tryout like if you haven't played college hockey don't 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 try out for the movie you're talking try about. for the movie okay um, so they started at a point which I think every movie should start with sports movie but specifically hockey. Um, if you can't play, don't, you're not going to be, no matter how great of an actor you are, don't worry, you're not going to make it. So all those players in the movie could really play. Like they were real, really good hockey players, all of them, for the most part, I think everyone. And so the realistic aspect you feel in that movie is because they're all hockey players, all of them. Right. They all played either professional hockey or division one college hockey. And, uh, and so realistic realism in that movie is like very high. And my dad was a professional sport, the athlete. Mm-hmm. Gavin would come to our practices and games, and you know, they really understood the sport. Like it wasn't just people trying to go make a movie because they thought it was fun and cool and Disney. It was like they really, really got it right. Well, I mean, the, the movie's spectacular, uh, but so hold on a minute. So Wyatt Russell is between the pipes in this barn, yeah. in Canada. And it was a barn playing yeah. an actual Abbey. Hockey, hockey game, yeah. professional hockey game, uh, right? junior hockey, junior game. hockey game. Yeah. Okay, so Wyatt Russell's in between the pipes in this barn in a junior hockey game. Mm. After which, Kurt Russell would get on that same ice, yeah. as Herb Brooks to shoot the movie Miracle. Yes, uh, that didn't happen every night. No, but, but, that, but, has, but that a happened. couple times. Yeah, damn. Happened. Yeah, it was kind of fun, kind of weird. I know. What are the odds, right? I mean, I know, I, you know, that, that you was part be... of him doing the movie. I think was that I was playing, I was playing a lot of uh, hot, you know, I was play, I was living in Vancouver playing hockey, and so that when they said, "Well, do the movie," you know, "Do you want to do this movie?" It was going to be done in Vancouver, and that was part of what was cool. And so he actually trained. He couldn't skate very well, but he just needed to skate like a coach, you know. So he would come <laughs> out while we were practicing on Saturdays at Great Pacific Forum, GPF. My goalie coach, a couple other goalies, we practiced at like seven a.m. on Saturday, just goalie practice yes and uh he would come out and skate around and like you know we'd kind of like be like no you when you make a tight turn like you gotta make a tight turn just a quick little tight turn you gotta make it look like it's nothing you know and and feed somebody a puck like you know nonchalantly so he was working on stuff like that while we were i was actually practicing like my real that's amazing yeah that that had to be great it was was so much fun because he was very involved in my hockey as a as a you know he was with sports mentally like he played professional baseball, whole family played pro ball. My, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, yeah, he played for the Angels and the Padres. Uh, my dad's an unbelievable athlete. Um, my cousin Matt Franco, he played for the for the Cubs and the Mets and the sure you, you know Matt of course. Uh, and he's uh, your cousin. Yeah, he's my cousin, um, greatest dude in the world. My my you know my my cousin Franzi has has like NCAA soccer records. Um, my, my aunt Jill, uh, was the first, I think one of the first women ever asked to race IndyCar, uh-huh. uh, you know, they both, they have like IndyCar or they have, um, uh, racing world championships and stuff. And they're, my, they're big sports family. Everybody loves sports. Right. Uh, and had success in, in, in athletics. So, 
Um, I was supposed to be a baseball player. I'm much, 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 much more genetically inclined to play baseball than I am hockey. I just didn't like hockey quite uh, baseball quite as much. It wasn't. It didn't fit my personality quite as much as as hockey did. Um, so I went that direction and had a lot of success and and built you know made me made me totally who I am. Uh, still, some of my best friends in the world from when I played hockey and keep in touch with a lot of the guys and got really cool thing was able to do. Uh, and at first, I was like, "This is gonna suck. I'm not gonna do this. I'm gonna get destroyed." What's that? Uh, Cam Talbot was playing in the All Star game. Cam and I were goalie partners in University of Alabama in Huntsville, and you know I haven't seen him in a while, and I've been following his career. It's so awesome to, to see how unbelievably great his career's been. Mm-hmm. And they asked me to come do this like celebrity goalie thing against uh, Trevor Zegras. Mm-hmm. I'm the goalie that Z- remember. The, I mean, I don't know if you guys remember the Zegras play with one hand. At the at the All Star game, where he, it went like viral. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was an insane. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable what that guy can do with the puck. Yeah, and uh, so I got like I'm the guy in net. I was like a celebrity goalie, so I got to go do that and be on the same ice as Cam again. And say, so you're hey. like the Washington general to his Globetrotter, yes. right? <laughs> exactly. <there. laughs> even even yeah, so much so, I'm going to blow him up right now. But even even so much so that in the in the day bef- in the you know, three hours before there, there, is. there he is. They, they they had uh, a couple of guys trying to figure out what he's going to do and you know how's he gonna, and he was like you got to let me score I'm like you're an NHL all star I <laughs> I played score. hockey 14 years ago wearing all of Bill Ranford's gear because he was my goalie coach <laughs> I called Bill and I was like I don't have any gear can you lend me gear so he was like yeah so I'm wearing all Bill Ranford's gear in that picture fantastic yeah that is fantastic Wyatt yeah. Russell here on the Rich Eisen show so you sat down and you were you were in the the green room hearing us talk about the Broncos how so did you grow up here in LA or? yeah but okay. they wouldn't have a team right so, so the Broncos the, uh were my team because we grew up in between here and in Colorado okay so when when you were in colorado was that was john yeah yeah 98 99 that was like right around the time i was 12 you know i was like oh the broncos are my team you know so they're winning championships terrell davis and yeah they were awesome and then they went through a time period of just like you know it was a hellscape you're like it was an awful (laughs) desolate you know right it's a horrible time until peyton manning arrives this is my big hot take that everyone always laughs Uh-oh. at me for. Wyatt Russell hot take, everybody. Here, Here we, we go. go. Get the sizzle right. ready. Get I've the said it before, ready. so it's not new. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Without Tim Tebow, the Broncos do not have a winning team the next season. They don't have it. Okay. Because and here's, here's, where, here's why what I wholeheartedly believe after playing sports for a long time. Yes, sir. If you don't have a magic factor person on your team, somebody with a magic factor, all the great, all the great players have a magic factor about who they are as a human being. Okay, right? Uh, all of them. Tim Tebow literally only had magic factor. He didn't have anything else, but his will to win <laughs> was really contagious. Obviously, and I know that feeling of someone who you're, you might be laughing at in the locker room and being like, "This guy's insane." Like, but we're winning, and he's going to will us to win. And that energy, no matter how maybe annoying sometimes it is. It's the positivity of it is infectious. So they're going, you know, they were they were like one and four or whatever with Kyle Orton and somebody else was there. And right. It's like nobody who else, you know, they could have brought any mediocre quarterback in there. They would have done the same exact well, they thing. They were literally down to no other options. No other options. Than going to Tim Tebow based on everything that happened. And I have been Wyatt Russell in that stadium when Tebow was starting and playing 
and he was terrible for terrible. three quarters. It was against the Jets on a Thursday night football game. Terrible. Terrible. Against the Jets. Like, it looked like the ball was floating five feet over the head of Demarius Thomas. May he rest in peace. Right. Fluttering. As if Tebow threw the ball with his feet. Right. As opposed to <laughs> his hands. I have seen that. And then six minutes to go yeah. in the game. Tim Tebow time. Hand to football gods yeah. was absolutely real. I saw it in my own with my own two eyes. However, I need you to now make the connective okay. tissue here, the turn so, that makes this a hot take that without him, there would have been no championship. So in, in because you make the playoffs that year, which I think is attributed to the energy that Tim Tebow no brought, doubt. you as a football organization and a team feel like and you win a playoff game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. They won in the first in the first game the, first you know. over the new overtime rules where if you score a touchdown right. it's done and then there was one snap and done right yes correct so I remember so well because I was like oh my god it, it happened it's unbelievable so you, when you get that as a player yes you feel like we can really win like we won with that guy yes and but you need somebody who's going to bring the energy of that guy as a human being but also be able to deliver as <laughs> as a, an athlete so but because you that vessel was, was Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning. <laughs> but because now Peyton Manning had cut, walked into a locker room that wasn't 1 and and 15 yes they had won a playoff game Correct. and uh, he is taking over a team that had some sense of what winning was like and how what, how to shift energy and like how to follow somebody who's a leader. And Tim Tebow, is a, he's a leader. Mm -hmm. And he does it his own way. So if you just had like Kyle Orton back, no offense to Kyle Orton, <laughs> or the Kyle Ortons of the world, by the way, I think you, amazing you, athletes and quarterbacks. You have to say that before you denigrate him. Yeah, I know, I know. You but say, by the way, I always say to any athlete, professional athlete, I'm like, whenever anybody like me, like Schmo, like me, talks about like a professional athlete, on, they're all unbelievable. The, between the pipes. Uh, yeah, and I felt, you've, yeah. I've felt what it feels like to win championships and do the whole, and, and have to fight through things on small scales, but it's all relative in certain ways. And and if you're aware of what what's going on, then you can translate it to all other aspects of your life. Right. And you know the the Kyle Ortons and the Jay Cutlers and all those people of the world are unbelievable, incredible athletes that everybody should wish that they want to be. But in order to be great in the NHL, if you want to be Connor McDavid or Peyton Manning or Russell Wilson or he's got, you have to be able to be something special in that category. That's a different. Thing and we love to talk about it and and it's we're nope. here because it's fun to talk about. I hear you. You know, um, I, I got to tell you. Yeah, uh, I could poke a hole or two in your theory. I like. I love to. But no, but you're kind enough to. to all right, fine. Uh, look, Elway watched all of that happen. Right. And I think Elway was thrilled. He was on the sideline when Demarius Thomas ran 75 yards for that touchdown. Right. And he couldn't believe that they were, you know, had the now right to go to New England and get their asses handed to right. him. But deep down, that entire time, he knew T Tebow was not sustainable. For sure. And, and, but Manning might not have gone to Denver had he not thought that they were ready to take another step. Right. And the fact that the next step was a divisional playoff game to win definitely might have made it more attractive to right. Peyton Manning. And, and, to so, and so what I'd say to you in, in following yes. this line of questioning is yes. with another quarterback that was like Kyle Orton or Jay Cutler or pickup quarterback of that time that was like yes. Baker Mayfield's kind of in that category right now. Or like, can he get over the hump? You know, he's unbelievable. He's so athletic. 
like would he have gotten them to that place or did you need like Tim Tebow Tebow time like shirts and things and bringing the Broncos back to it it was incredible it was incredible so I guess the last thing for you then is what's more believable as a uh, football um, miracle Tebow time or your mom and Wildcats (laughs) <laughs> as a football miracle? Yes, a football miracle. Wildcats is a good movie. It is. I know <laughs> Wildcats. By the way, you know it's that? the sport of kids. Better than that. It's a really good movie. I know. Uh, By um, the way, I'm, 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 Woody Harrelson is in it. Wesley Snipes is in it. Yeah. Uh, it's an excellent team. I would say that honest Tim Tebow, Tebow time. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. You love Tebow. Uh, Tim Tebow time you, is more of a miracle. But yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you better put some respect on Molly McGrath's name. We need to talk about the hockey playoff. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. You know, I know you don't have time. What do you think is going to happen tonight? Does uh, well, actually, Edmonton, you know what? Edmonton do you have, get one? Do you have to run out? No. Okay, let's take a break. <laughs> <No. laughs> uh, I'm trying to make a wager playoffs. about tonight, and I want some insight. Oh, my God. Oh, really? Uh, uh, no, hold t- on a minute. Do you want... Do you, do you want to give your insight or do you want to um, or do we hold off on that because we don't want to, um, I guess, reward his uh, no, oh. your your deviant behavior? Clearly. What's your, oh, your legal. Game, is, oh, oh, that's legal. OK, screw it. Yeah. Let, let's yeah. take a break. <laughs> Wyatt Russell under the banner of heaven. FX is under the banner of heaven. Available on Hulu right now. Having too good of a time to say goodbye. Back with more in a moment. <laughs> Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL Draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Junior hockey uh, uh, vet, now actor, Wyatt Russell here on The Rich Eisen Show. We're back here on our terrestrial radio outfit. All right, you said as we were going to break, I was going to send you on in, uh, the rest of your day, and you're like, we didn't even talk about the hockey playoffs. I know. So now we've got the runway to do it. Chris, you were actually thinking of gambling on tonight's well, Edmonton Oilers Avalanche game? So Is that it really? seems unlikely that uh-huh. the Avs just sweep through this whole playoff, yeah. right? So I'm thinking the Oilers get one tonight, and if they get one tonight, Connor McDavid has to score. Yes. So I'm thinking about a little parlay action right there. Ooh. Oilers to win with a McDavid goal. I think that's a, actually a good bet. I'd bet that. Because because I think the Connor McDavid Connor McDavid is what 
is to hockey now what Wayne Gretzky was to hockey back then. If you're a hockey fan and, mm-hmm. and no, it's it's unbelievable what he can do. And I'd never really seen it because he plays for Edmonton, and you don't really watch, you don't get like a lot right. of hockey game, Edmonton hockey games here. Right. And so this playoffs, for the first time, really watching him a lot has been like seeing the best players in the world. They're all the best players in the world. They're all stars. Now we're down to like the best players in the NHL, mm-hmm. the best teams. He can make the entire ice have no idea what they're going to do next. Like no clue. He can shift directions at the same speed that he's going forward laterally. He can do things that nobody else can do and turns everybody else into like bantam hockey players. And, and, and uh, I, I would bet that this dude does not want to go down tonight like this. He's he's like he's like an, he's a savant. He's a savant person. Like he's gonna he's gonna do everything he can to make this. The abs have spanked him though. Spanked. Well, the I only mean, other player who's who's as incredible to me is Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, McKinnon. Nathan McKinnon is the player who, if you have a kid and they play hockey, mm-hmm. or I had a kid and I was a coach, watch Nathan McKinnon and do what he does. Like do play hockey like Nathan McKinnon. You can't look at Connor McDavid and say play hockey like Connor McDavid. It's mm-hmm. too alien. It's like that you, he's an alien from outer space, but Nathan McKinnon, he can do things like that, like that picture right there, like, yes. like the way that he is his his forward momentum, uh, the way he's square to the ice when he's look, his vision is unbelievable, his his grit, everything about Nathan McKinnon, play like Nathan McKinnon, do everything you can to play like Nathan McKinnon, you know he's he's my favorite hockey player. So, you know, it's so much fun to watch this series because uh, this one in particular, Rangers and, and um, Tampa's fun too. Tampa's the best coach team in the NHL. Mm-hmm. So John Cooper, you know, is the difference between a great coach and a good coach. He can truly, they have a plan and they go execute the plan. And they don't know what the plan is. It's not just like, go get them, boys. So who hoists the cup? Uh, Colorado. They're unbelievable. Like, they're Stacked and McKinnon is as driven as Connor McDavid to win it. He's been in the season, you know, he had that last year. It was like, I've been in this league for six or nine seasons or whatever, and I've got nothing to show for it. So, when you, so I'm just trying to do the age thing here. So, when you were in Denver and or you were spending time between Colorado and, and I never played really hockey in in Denver. No, I'm just saying though, but if you were, oh, that's the Patrick Waugh years. Never an Avs fan. Never. Kings fan. Because Kings had hockey, like Kings. I played for the Junior Kings. Okay. It was like everything. Right. Like Kings was literally right there, like right, right. And uh, you could throw a baseball and hit my where I practiced, like for most of my life. Okay. So, did you did you know Gretzky? Did you did that happen? Uh, yeah, we we we. I met him uh, when we were younger. Um, I I, met, I also like you used to go on the ice in the middle of the you know. Yeah, the arena. I'm sure, you had some Hollywood privileges back in the day. Right? It, no, it was more. It was more uh, the Junior Kings aspect. Oh, You'd go on the ice good. to like play in between the periods, and then okay. like Rudy would be there. You got to see the games, like all that kind of stuff. You know, it was really fun. Um, the Kings used to practice at where I started playing, which was Culver City. Uh, the ranks no longer, but like they had the worst facilities in professional sports it was like it's the it was the worst you could stand on the boards and just sit like just stand there like this where the zamboni door was yeah and just you just glide down <laughs> to, to to the center dot like you wouldn't have to it was all sloped and angled like it was the worst Damn. facility um so we got to meet some of the players that way and it was really fun and you know gretzky 
Interesting thing. Gretz, people always think Gretzky came and hockey exploded. Gretzky came, hockey explodes. People realize how expensive hockey is in Southern California. <laughs> Land is super expensive. You have to travel everywhere to play hockey. Cooling an ice rink is very expensive, so yeah. hockey is expensive here. Everybody realized how great street hockey and roller hockey was, and that went, and, and ice hockey didn't move very much. It didn't actually like explode that way until later on, uh, when when some of the Kings players and we had some great coaching, a lot of the Russian people who had fr- family here, yeah. uh, when the wall fell, all those Russian coaches and people from the, the Eastern Bloc, they came over, defected, and they became coaches for these kids in California. And now California is, a, you know, it's not, I wouldn't call it a hockey hotbed, yes. but there's a lot of players who are from California that play in the NHL, you know, a good amount. Or they go play college hockey or professional hockey because uh, we had amazing coaching during that time, like around 2000, you know, 98, 99, 2000. Well, it was the combination of Gretzky and Emilio Estevez, I think, of together. You know, <laughs> can't, I to can't combine, for, to combine for the entirety of Southern California right. hockey boom. Yes. You know, I can't believe I forgot Emilio. You know, I just want to throw Emilio. it out there. It's just that's my <laughs> that's my hockey contribution, Wyatt. You know, that's my contribution. Uh, good to have you here, sir. Thanks, Thanks for, for having me. Under the Banner of Heaven, available now for streaming on Hulu. Make sure the kids are in bed yeah. uh, when you start streaming that. Great to see you. You're welcome here anytime, sir. Thanks. It was awesome. Thanks for having me. You got it. You got it. Absolutely. Wyatt Russell here on the Rich Eisen Show. That'll wrap it up for this program. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. O'Shea Jackson Jr. and Michael Chiklis will be in the chair. Wyatt currently occupies. No, no, you can stay there. They're not coming right now. I'm like, I got to get out. The dude. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show on Peacock to wrap things up.